just chop it up hip hop. And today, we're gonna salute Buster Bust and his first album, his debut album, The Coming. Still it's the anniversary. It dropped March 26, 1996. What I always say is the best year in hip hop when it comes to albums. 96 was the best year when it comes to hip hop albums. But he was one of the hip hot hip hop albums that dropped that year. And um, we're going to just chop it up about Buster's first debut album. You know what I mean? The coming. And um, first of all, for those who don't know, the youngins out there, he came from leaders of the new school, which yeah, was a three-man group from Long Island, Brooklyn, Bustles from both, whatever. Uh, Nico D, Charlie Brown. And Leaders of the New School was dope. Their first album was, it was, a, it was an official album. But everybody always knew that Buster was gonna be that breakout star. Like it was a no-brainer that he had to go go solo and drop a solo album. You know what I mean? So Radiant, I know you know. Of course we got Radiant, the man Radiant behind the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the voice. Yeah, so everybody basically knew Buster was gonna be that dude. Um his solo album was highly anticipated. One of the most anticipated albums in hip hop of all time. Like when I think of albums that was like uh, artists that had uh, highly anticipated albums, you think of Nas, you think of 50, you think of Snoop first album, uh, Drake first album, Method Man first album, and Buster's definitely on that list. Everybody was waiting for that Buster Rhymes album. So let's get into it. Far as producers go on the album, he had uh, DJ Scratch, Easy Mo B, uh, Rashad Smith, The Vibe Chemist Backspin, and the um the um I'm pronouncing it right. That was produced on the album. And um they definitely laced Buster with some hard beats, good production. Um the first song on the intro to coming, that was uh produced by DJ Scratch. Do my thing, that was produced by DJ Scratch. That was just the, the, the opening song that started off the album. And the song was hard, like right there, like everybody was ready, you know what I mean? And then one of my favorite songs, one of the standout tracks, I'm pretty sure you agree right in, was uh, Everything Remains Raw. Remember that? I make sure. Everything Remains Raw. I make sure. Just the way it starts off. One, two, and you like that beat. That was produced by DJ Scratch, man. Salute to DJ Scratch. And I remember they had a little part of the video for um, Everything Remains Raw before they got into Wuha. Uh, the next song was uh, Abandoned Ship. Featuring Rampage. Now that's all I thought should have been a single. They never did a video for it or really promoted it as a single. But that was um, produced by Buster Rhymes of Bandership, actually. Oh, matter of fact, actually, Everything Remains Raw was produced by Easy Mo B. Easy Mo did that. They, they gotta get it right. It wasn't DJ Scratch. It was Easy Mo B that did Everything Remains Raw official. Abandonship was Buster Rhymes. He actually got behind the boards on his debut album which is a bold move, respect that. Um, the next track, which is definitely a standout, everybody remembers, was Wu Ha, Got You All In Check. And that was produced by Buster Rhymes and Rashad Smith. Now, when that, when that first came out, Wu Ha, everybody was blasting that. Everybody was playing that. Everywhere you go, I remember hearing that. And the video was crazy. See, that was one thing about Buster, he give you that hard, 
music and you give you a video to go with it, like a picture video. You know what I mean? When you first heard that song, Radio, what was your thoughts? Woo-ha. It was just next. It was like that Missy Elliott kind of, kind of just, it was just next. I, I've never heard Busta Rhymes ever fit in. He's always been a trendsetter, and, and that was just, that was something that, you was a thug, but you was walking around talking about woo-ha, shaking your head like you was, like, kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, Busta Rhymes. That's a good point you bring up, because I'm not really big on a lot of animated rappers. I do like, I like animated rappers like Red Man, but for the most part, I like, I'm not really big on animated rappers, but Busta was one of them dudes He's very anime, animated, and it was official, though, like you said. It still was hard. And um, I know you remember the remix. They actually had a remix to Wuha with Old Dirty, Rest in Peace. That joint was official, too. So, uh, next joint, It's a Party, produced by Easy Mo B. It's a Party, featuring Jane. Now, that was dope because people wasn't used to hearing Busta on something like so smooth and laid back like that. And he did his thing. Like, it had that nice summertime barbecue vibe to it, real laid back, real cool. Jane on the hook. Yeah, whatever happened to Jane? Time. Time? Time just, you know, just faded. It was dope. Jane was dope. They never, they never did they mention Yeah, I think they, they definitely served. They served like a really cool purpose at that time and they brought in something like something also something different you know it was like a retro kind of sound yeah yeah so so yeah he did a collaboration with john a produced by easy mo b it was official it's a party uh next joint was after it's a party hot fudge now hot fudge was another joint that was kind of laid back used to hammer bust over while I hyped up production and everything, but Hot Fudge, he kind of kept it smooth, and it was dope. It produced by the Bob Kennedy's Batman. Uh, next joint, El Vibe, featuring Q-Tip. That was one of my favorites. I, I definitely, I have it as a standout on the album. El Vibe, produced by the, the Yuma, was, it's just him, he always, like they say, he's, he's that, he's that, what, fourth member of Tribe Four Quest. Because whenever he gets together with Tribe or with Q-Tip, they make dope music together. And you wouldn't really think that the bus is so like extra with it. They so Q-Tip is so laid back, but they actually fit. You know what I mean? It's a good combination. The next song, Flipmo Squad meets Death Squad. Now I remember when this first came out, everybody was hyped because nobody ever did nothing like that where they bring like a whole crew versus another crew on the album. And it was, it, 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 was, it was just dope. Like, Redman went in, Keith Murray went in. Redman actually probably had the best verse. But Busta killed it. Uh, Rampage did his thing. Lord Have Mercy, oh, Jamal did his thing too. Lord Have Mercy did his thing. Oh, whatever happened to that guy? Real man from Flip Mode, he had that deep voice. That's another dude. What happened? Tom? Tom. 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 just give the regular answer, Tom. <laughs> so, yeah, Lord Have Mercy. He killed it. I don't know whatever happened to that dude. Um, the next track, Still Shining, produced by the U-Mob. Love that song, too. Uh, after that, Keep It Moving, featuring leaders of the new school. I respect Buster. I always said I respect Buster for doing that. He had a debut album. He had a lot of buzz around him, a lot of hype, but he still reached back and got his brothers to put him on his debut album. Oh, every, every, every joint, every joint, you always see you always see people that you know that's with him in his videos. You always hear him on a song. Like 
like that's just how that's just how it was. Buck always showed love. Yeah, showed love. It's how I love to hear him with Charlie Brown and Dinko D. You know, it was, it was a dope track. Um, next joint, the finish, produced by DJ Scratch. Another dope track. And then there was the end. That was just the outro. So all around the album. If, if you wouldn't call it a classic, is what, is what I would say a damn near classic, close to a classic. Maybe like two, three songs off I really wasn't, you know, too big on. But it was a great day. It was a great way to, um, to enter the game and show them what you could do as a solo artist. Because I think before that, Leaves and New School dropped two albums. And like like I said, he always shot, whether it was on Sob Story, um, on the first album, he had his own song, Feminine Fat. You remember that, right? That film the fat was crazy. And then of course on scenario, he That's what that's what people know the scenario for is for the like everybody's verse is dope, but you you gotta know like that's the craziest thing is that when you got such high level verses, those verses always ill. And then his verse was just so ill, like I don't know, it's like if you got like Nas, Jay-Z, like Rock him all of them on a song, and then somebody else comes in, just yeah. drop, you know, like every verse was on par. I feel like everything was, it was hard, everything was level. You know how some songs back in the days, you'll have one or two people on there, you'd be like, mm, that must have been somebody's friend. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's the scenarios were sick. Those are some of my favorite songs growing up, but yeah. Busta every time, yeah, you know what I mean? Carry, carry his roast spray anyway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Busta, he definitely. He took it to another level, and it was great that they put him at the end. Yeah. That's just the way you end it, like you said. That's, yeah. that's exactly what it was. That's how you finish He's it. He's a finisher. With the whole, wow, wow. Like, he, he took it to another like level. Like sticky fingers on, on slam. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. great, great, great point. Great point. That's how you bring it home. So, yeah, so that was his debut album from Dope Album. It, it, went, it uh, went platinum, of course. Uh, March 26, like I said, 1996, Electro Records. That's where it came out on. And that's, that's, I think that's one of the many things that's lacking in the hip-hop game right now. And dudes come out with these nice little singles and they debut album supposed to be, that's supposed to be what defines you. Yeah. That's supposed to be, your sophomore could be a little weak, your rest of them could be, but that, that debut album, you're supposed to give it your all. Yeah. And I be hearing a lot of these new artists like, that's what that's what you waited all these months or or a year for or whatever. Like that's what you came with, and that's how you gonna show the world who you are. Or well, sometimes they 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 rush it. Like um like the dude the dude that sings Panda. Sound like his album was rushed. It didn't sound like I feel like he's more talented than than that that first album. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Panda Panda. He said, what's his name? He like his uh, right now. His name, I forgot his name. Y'all put it on the comments below. Designer, that's his name. Designer, yeah. Designer. Yeah, because I, I love I the single, and I was saying, I didn't know what he was talking about, and it, until I found out, you know, shout out to the people with the, with the pandas and yeah, their yeah. driveways. But I didn't, I didn't know what he was talking about, but I just thought it was just dope. His voice was dope, and I, I was starving to hear something crazy on that album, and I felt, I felt like the album was a late letdown, but I feel like it was rushed. I feel like they didn't take time to make an album. They just put out a bunch of stuff. That's a lot of albums nowadays. Like they, they have the hit single. Some of them don't even have a follow-up. But 
the ones that do have a follow up is like, right, you got these two bangers right here on the radio. And when the album drops, it's like either everything sounds the same as the two hit singles, like nothing changes up, or everything is just terrible all around, even if they try to change. And I, I, that's, that's, that's just sad because, like, back in the days, whether you like the artist or not later on, that first album, usually, majority, nine times out of ten, that first album was the, they gave it they all. The artist, the producer gave it a all. After that, maybe they got the A&R. The A&R, yeah, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, so. everybody. That's, I think that's one of the big problems. Everybody do everything they sell. And it's not... I think that sometimes you got to have the keyboard player play the keyboard. The drummer play the drums. Like, you know, I, I, do, re- I do respect, like, a producer that comes through, like, a premiere or somebody who, who does come through with all that stuff. But... I'm sure, like, you know, when, when he was working with, you know, people that he was working with, I'm sure he probably lent a hand and say, well, why don't you do it like this or do it like that? I feel like you just get emailed the beat right now, and then you just do the song, and then that's it. Yeah. Like, when I worked with people, um, you know, when I was doing a lot of producing, and you know, you know firsthand, like, we sit, we sit down and sculpt the song together. Like, what's your, what's your concept? All right, let's, let's put it together, but maybe you should kind of do it this way, maybe you should kind of do it that way, and that's how you get your best work. Yeah, that's true. Huh? It's missing nowadays, you can hear it in the music. You definitely hear it, that's missing. Yeah, so salute to Busta Rhymes, yeah. uh, the coming debut album, happy anniversary. I, I was playing it today. It's still, you can still bang it like straight through, basically. It still sounds good. It aged well, you know what I mean? We in 2020 now, and I can still rock out to something from 96 like it was yesterday, and it still gives you that good feeling. That, that says a lot, you know what I mean? It's not my favorite Buster album. My favorite Buster album is uh, The Big Bang, but it's my second favorite. Yeah, Big Bang. I love the Big Bang album. But um, yeah, so happy anniversary to come in, Buster Rhymes, the Dungeon Dragon, uh, one of the most animated hip hop artists of all time. Always bringing something new, always creative, and we're looking forward to new projects from Buster Bust himself. And I would just like to thank you for rubbing Janet Jackson on that video. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that was that was the young brother's dream, and when you did it, you brought it home for New York. <laughs> brought well, it home for every young black boy. <laughs> <laughs> must have made a lot of people fantasies and dreams Work. through you. Must could do it. We could do it. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out the bus, man. The whole flip squad, salute, man. Salute, 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 salute. So, like we always say, man, stay fit and keep it hip hop. Chop, chop. <laughs>